Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Rambo, back again. And uh, this is the House of Ephraim show. Do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope, are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope, is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in this show. It's Mark Reinbolt. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out to what we call lovingly the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God and I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity. Again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprofit.com. That's cradle at jewishprofit.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Duggard. Well, we're going to uh, start uh, a series on what I call the Torah or Torah. Uh, it's important that, that people understand what's going on in this last day. I I realize from all the all the judgment that, that comes against me uh, because I teach. The, the divine uh, holy covenant. I believe that we uh, should never have left that as the church. Uh, we did. But I also read something else in the scripture that I think is so important. As the Lord God said in the last days, he will restore all things. Well, obviously, in the beginning, and if you're a student, if you're a historic student of, of, of the Bible, then you'll know or, or should have known you'd have to have done some extra uh, studying, but you, you, you should have known that uh, in the very beginning with Christianity, uh, those people that become Christians went into the synagogues and were taught, bless God, the very beginnings of the law. And uh, somewhere along the line, obviously all that, all that changed. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, thought uh, was given toward uh, Paul and saying that we didn't, you know, we didn't need to keep the law anymore. And and uh, boy, how long all it was, and, and a good study uh, for you uh, when we get done with this would be to get the series that I do on Paul and the Law, and uh, get your get your understanding uh, opened up uh, where you can understand correctly, properly what the scriptures uh, really have to say about this, uh, the Law, which is. Uh, no more, no less than God's holy covenant, or part of God's holy covenant. And uh, you got to uh, you got to realize uh, that somewhere along the line we missed we missed the boat. Now I I realize that this is a highly controversial subject, and and it, and it is. It's just you know you want to you want to get you want to get people's blood pressure up. Just just tell them you're you're keeping uh, the, the 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 whole of the covenant. God's holy covenant, okay, and um, I have a full uh, series on that, okay, uh, on His holy covenant. Uh, these are things you need to know. You need again, you need to know the truth, because the truth is what's going to make you free, okay. Uh, just because somebody says something doesn't mean, and I've always said the same thing about myself. Just because I say it, that doesn't mean it's right. Your place is to dig into the scriptures. You find out. If if this is truth or or if if it's a lie, that's that's your judgment call. But don't don't just because that's what you were taught, just because that you know that you think well that you know that's no don't don't do that. That's that's not the that's not the way to do this. Uh, you have to stay teachable, and I preach that all the time. When you when you're not teachable, you're you're going to lose out with God because God is always doing one. He's always he's always moving us forward. And uh, this is the time, the hour, when uh, he's definitely uh, fulfilling the, the, the scriptures that he brought out of the belly of the prophets. And uh, 
we can be a part of it or we don't have to be a part of it. You know, I, I, I'm one of these kind of people who think that everybody's got to believe what I believe. I, I just don't. I think you should. Uh, no, I'm not going to press that on anybody. Uh, it's there. Uh, I teach the Word of God. I've been given a, uh, an anointing that has been able to bring depths out of God's Word, and it's only because of the times that we live in. And that's uh, just as easily put as anything. Well, the word Torah itself it means divine instruction, okay? So this is divine instruction by God, from God, to his people, okay? And that's that's what this is this is all about. You, uh, how blessed it is that the Lord God would have manifested himself to Moses the way he did, and that Moses, in turn, uh, brought forth and, and gave the covenant unto the people. Uh, and, of course, you read through the scriptures, they... They kept it, and then they quit keeping it, and then they got in a big, you know, horrendous mess with God, and and uh, then bless God that, you know, somebody say, well, hey, you know, we we, I read this whole thing of the covenant. We need to get back to the covenant. They get back to the covenant, and what happened? Then everything started. They started being blessed again, didn't they? And uh, you know, the thing that I've always said about this, and I know it, uh, it's opened up, it's opened up eyes uh, by saying. The Jews are the wealthiest and the healthiest people on the face of this earth, okay? And that's a, that's a fact. That's not just me blowing my mouth off about it. And they don't even have Jesus Christ, okay? And yet here at the church, we've got we've got all you know we got we've got the Messiah, um, uh, and uh, bless God, uh, it, it's Yeshua's you know what he is, and he is he is the Son of Almighty God. He did come to this earth. He did die upon a tree. The shedding of his blood was remission of all of humanity's sin that would come to him. All right? And uh, uh, I, I think, again, that uh, so many, many times we miss, we miss, you know, story you can't see the forest for the trees, okay? And uh, many, many times that, uh, yeah, that happens to us. Well, let's go to Romans, the third chapter, and we're going to start there. Uh, uh, Paul, writing here to the Romans, says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no place be justified in his sight. For by the law, the it is the knowledge of sin. And again, there has to be a measuring stick here. And 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 that's what Paul was saying. He said, by the law, is it's going to give us it's the knowledge of sin. It tells us what is sin and what is holiness. It tells us what we're supposed to do and what we best be not doing, okay? And uh, that's what he's saying here. The next verse says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God which is by the faith of Yeshua, uh, unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace, the grace of Yeshua, through the redemption that is in Christ Yeshua, whom God has set forth to be a perpetuation uh, through faith in his blood to declare, to declare righteousness for the remission of sins that are past, uh, through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say, at this time, his righteousness, 
that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Yeshua. Now, you know, I've always said, and again, these things are put into different series, but when I do the, did the thing on Paul and the law, it, it had just come to a point in time where God wanted the thinking straightened out amongst the people, especially the people of of uh, of uh, this whole thing with the Ephraimites, and and so the thing that I the thing that I said where the church totally missed the the whole thing with Paul was number one they didn't study it out because it's all there. I mean you you go through that series and if you think that you, if you think that Paul didn't keep the law, then you just flat this. You didn't study the series, okay? Paul and had to keep the law, okay? Because Paul, being a Pharisee, he took an oath when he became a Pharisee that at any point in time that he did not keep the fullness of all the law, that he would consent to be stoned to death for the Sanhedrin. And uh, the, uh, whether the church knew that or not, didn't know what I, I have no idea about that. But the thing of it is, is the fact that you can't take scripture and and start pulling out just a script, you know, a portion, a a verse, and make a doctrine out of it. And that's that's uh, pretty well what happened. I know there's several places where Paul, it sounds like Paul was saying it, but what Paul was trying to get, you know, the Jews, um, the Gentiles of whom he was sent to. Okay, uh, the Jews was mad at him because uh, you know. They they really didn't want the anything to do with the Gentiles. Period. All right, and so Paul was telling them, you know, you you can now get to heaven without being a Jew, without without keeping the law. Okay, well, what's wrong with that statement? Does that mean you don't keep the law anymore? Well, in his writings, he said, God forbid, you know. But at the same time, uh, we, we have to realize. Uh, the setting in which Paul lived, okay? Um, he was trying to tell these these uh, uh, these Gentiles. Now, we're talking about people that did not keep the covenant, didn't go to synagogue, but yet it was given to all, wasn't it? Salvation was given to whosoever would come unto him, meaning Yeshua. So uh, Paul got, got himself all wrapped up into this deal. And of course, what Paul was saying was that 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 he came and did what the law couldn't do, and that's that's exactly right, and he did. He became once and for all the sac- sacrificial lamb uh, for all mankind. We no longer need to sacrifice once a year, as they always did at Passover, for the remission of the sins of the people of Israel. And so, but but uh, you know, again, does God does God uh, bless God? Uh, uh, blind people? Yes, he does. Now, can we be justified through divine instruction? Well, nobody can be justified through divine instruction. Uh, does everybody keep uh, need to keep the law? Well, yes. But now, I'm sorry, we can be justified through divine instruction uh, because the instruction, again, lets us understand what sin is. All right? And God says, you know, that we are to do what? We are to be walking and living in holiness, which just simply means away from sin. And uh, 
uh, so many people, as I said, get uh, get really, really riled up when you uh, start talking about all this. Of course, you get all riled up when you start talking about a Saturday Shabbat or Sabbath, one the same, all right? Um, it's it's really tough to think that people can't seem uh, to study the word out for yourself. You know, it's like it, it's kind of like with our um, politics here in America. You're a Democrat or you're a Republican. Well, why does that have to be? Can't we just believe uh, in the message that whichever one of those is bringing and what they're the actions of what they do? No, uh, you know, and and the same thing gets to be with this thing. You know, I've heard so many people say, "Well, I'm a Baptist. We don't we don't believe that." Well, maybe you should study it out before you just don't believe it because the Baptists don't teach it. And you can say that about all the denominations. Let's go to Matthew five seventeen. Now, I think not that I am come to destroy the law out of the prophets. And you know, I'm always bringing that up because it's so important. Yeshua himself, the Son of Almighty God himself, said he didn't come to destroy the law. My goodness, or the prophets. He said, I didn't come to destroy. He said, I come to fulfill. What did he fulfill? He fulfilled what was written, that he would come, the Messiah, the Son of God would come, and that he would... uh, through the giving up of himself, the shedding of his blood, would bless God uh, hand salvation to the whole to the whole world, to whoever would come to him. That's that's what he was saying. But uh, you know, again, that should settle the matter uh, with this whole thing about the law. If if Christ Himself said He said, think not, don't don't even think that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I'm not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Very plain. In fact, I, I just don't, I just don't, you know. But you see, most people think that, 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 that Yeshua came and abolished the law. Now, the word abolish means to demolish, to destroy, to dissolve, to overthrow. That's what that's what that word means, okay? Now, I I'm not real sure that Satan wasn't in the middle of that. Because, you know, he comes to deceive. And and you know the thing that I have always said to people that come into this and you you may be uh, just into the whole thing with this Ephraimite movement yourself. But give it time, because I, I'm here to tell you, you will be blessed by God. God will bless you. He will bless your family, just like he always has and always will, for those that will keep the entirety of the covenant. Okay? Now, that, again, there's, uh, you know, the law, we'll get, we'll get into the thing about all points of the law, and, and that's, not, that's not at all what we're doing here. We... we uh, we break this thing down into what is uh, today, what it is today. Uh, the temple isn't in place. Most of those laws were written for the temple. And, uh, but, you know, again, people have, you know, get into all those, all those things of the, of the law and all the points and all this and all that. No, I'm sorry. It's not that. It's one of the things that I've told, told the people from the very, very beginning. I will not let you get into legalisms, okay? 
I'm a Jew. I understand what legalism is. I'm not going to. We're not. We're not going there. And 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 we've had to correct some people through time that want to legalistically, um, you know, get into this thing with the law. And uh, there's a balance, brothers and sisters, to everything. Okay, everything. Now, 19th verse says, Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments. Well, again, the least commandments, least of the law, all right, and shall teach men so, he shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. There's a lot of people that's being called least in the kingdom of heaven, right? Because they've taught men, okay, uh, uh, that, uh, and have broke the least of these commandments. But whosoever shall do and teach them, okay, I shall be uh, called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter in the kingdom of heaven. Wow, that that that's a strong point, isn't it? Well, let me tell you how strong that that is. It's strong enough that you need to to realize that to exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees. See, they all they believed in was the law. They didn't believe in Christ. They didn't believe in the Messiah, one the same. Yeshua, one the same. They didn't believe what he came and did was sent by God. All right? But that's not anything, uh, um, <laughs> anything uh, I guess, new. Let's go to Matthew 19, the 16th verse. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life. And he said unto him, Why callest me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. There it is again. Keep the commandments. What was he, what was he talking about? He was talking about the law. You know, I've always said it. it it's always been it's it, 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 <laughs> it's always been something to me. The fact that, you know, the, the church goes absolutely uh, silly when you bring up the thing of the law, but they believe in the Ten Commandments. Well, the Ten Commandments is part of the law. Okay? It, it, folks, it's just that simple. Somewhere somewhere we got way off the mark. I, I really think that, this, that, you know, that a, a lot of people didn't, uh, didn't realize uh, spiritually uh, what is going on with all that? Um, Satan understands very, very well that if you keep if you keep the holy covenant, you keep the covenant, you're going to be blessed. God's blessings are going to hunt you down, and overtake you. All right, and so he used the very thing that Yeshua come to set us free with. Okay, used the very thing to turn around and bless God. Do what? Keep us from the things of God. And, that, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, he goes on to say here, uh, after he says, it, 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 but if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He saith unto him, which Yeshua said, thou shalt do no murder. Now this is the law. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and mother. Uh, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Okay. Uh, and it says in the 21st, the young man saith unto him, all these things have I kept uh, kept from my youth. And uh, what lack I yet? 
And, of course, Yeshua said to him that 21st verse, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Well, uh, you know, there again, that's uh, that's uh, pretty tough, isn't it? Pretty tough. But again, he said, keep the commandments. Uh, you know, the thing of it is, uh, uh, you can't you can't really say at being a Christian, that I'm free from free from the curse of God's divine instruction. There's no, you know, uh, there's no way to believe that to be the truth, okay? Because again, and, and you have to, you have to really, really get yourself involved um, in the Word and understand what was being said, why it was being said, and and, and just. Again, folks, it just isn't that it isn't that difficult. It just isn't. There's there's way too much evidence. If if this thing was in a court of law, there's way too much evidence in the fact that we're to keep the law than than we are not to keep the law. Okay, um, it would never get uh, it would never get uh, anywhere if it was in a you know if it had to go like we go to court and two lawyers argue the the fact that's just the way it is all right matthew seven twenty three says and then will i profess unto them i never knew you depart from me that work iniquity and i've used this in many times and will continue to use this many times now the the the, the greek uh, in, uh interpretation here uh, says you against the law and in greek uh uh nomos which means torah Depart from me, ye that work against the law. Now, uh, you know, I've, this is so strong. The misinterpretation here, again, um, if it had been interpreted differently, correctly, it would have meant so much difference, I think, to the church. But there again, did God blind and, and, and close this off? Well, I would suspect he probably did. But he said, I never knew you depart from me, ye that work against the law. That, and that's that's the true, that is the true interpretation of that piece of scripture. Well, how did the how did the church uh, miss that? How did how did all this get? Uh, I I have no idea uh, how the church uh, uh, missed it. As I said, there was what we have as we call the New Testament. Okay, was brought about by by Rome and. Uh, they, you know, they chose and canonized, if you will, broke the, took the scriptures out that seemed to be most meaningful, and that's how we got what we have. Now, I have boldly said that most of those people probably weren't saved, none of which were filled with the Holy Ghost, and yet they handed to us what they believed was what we needed to be uh, church members. Well. I'm sorry, but we once again missed the mark, didn't we? Uh, sadly, missed the mark. In Galatians 3.13 says, God hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Well, uh, this is neat uh, in itself because it says, 
Christ has, has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Let's see again. People took that piece of scripture and said, "Oh, now we're waiting." Now wait a minute. He just, he just, I just read scriptures where we're to keep the law, we're to keep the commandments. Well, well, now that's what he says here. He says, "Curse uh, redeemed us from the curse of the law." Well, it redeemed us through by His blood that He shed that we could have remission of sin. Through him, okay. Now, the thing of the way is, the curse of the law at that time, you, you, those people couldn't get to heaven. They had they had no no means to, to get there. So that 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 was the curse of the law. Now it was written in the volume of the book that the day would come when the, the Father would send His Holy Begotten Son to this earth, and and He would shed His blood for the remission of sins, and all that would come into Him would be eternally saved. All right, and uh, I don't think that's anything. Plus, God shouldn't be anything new to the church. Uh, I, you know, there, there's points and places and all of it that we we totally we totally agree about. Uh, I think it's such a shame that again we get caught, so caught up in the doctrine that we you know we can't we can't seem to shake enough of that uh, to be able to get the truth, and that happens to, to lots of people. Now, let's go to uh, Ephesians 2, 12th verse. That at the time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, that's told the Gentiles, and strangers from the covenants of the promise. Now, wait a minute. Now, the covenants of the promise, now, what was he talking about? The covenant of promise is the law. Okay? It is the law. Having no hope, and without God in the world, but now in, in, in Christ Yeshua, ye who sometimes were far off and are made, made nigh by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall partition between us, having abolished in the place the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make to himself a twain one new man, so making peace." Yeshua tells us to keep the law and then says, we are free from it. No, I'm sorry. Hey, that's not at all what Yeshua was saying to us. But again, you know, like I said, the people people get all, the doctrines are terrible things, and they just are. Well, you have a doctrine. Well, if that's what it must be called. I have a last day revelation, revelation knowledge from the throne room of God. I am set to fulfill what God said he was going to do right before the coming back of his Holy Son, Yeshua, to this earth, was to bring back the ten lost tribes, to unite them, take them once again to our land of Israel, and to be one with our brother Judah forevermore. Okay, and then that, that's, that's where we're at. Now, you know, I've had people email and, and people can be all oh, they can be they they can be wicked in the way that they well that can't be right he's a false this and he's a false that and this can't be just study the material you know i i i i just don't understand how people number one we're not supposed to be judging one another amen amen and 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 number two it looks like even before if you were going to judge me or anybody else 
you should at least understand what I am saying. But no, they don't even want to understand what I'm saying. Why? Because it's contrary to their belief. It's contrary to their belief. Now, uh, in Second Peter 2, 14, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. And account, and account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul also, according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you, as also in, in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. Now, now, see, Paul was accused, okay, of, of teaching others not to keep the law. Paul's response was what? Simply not guilty. What, what he, again, what Paul was trying to do was to try to get the people to understand that, bless God, that the law is not what gets you to heaven. The law is not what the law is for here on this earth, okay? But Yeshua, the shedding of his blood, that's, that's the important thing. And it is the important thing. If you said, well, which is more important, the law or, or, uh, or, or uh, Yeshua? Well, Yeshua is, obviously. But we're here on this earth, and as long as we're here on this earth, the law was set to govern us. So we could be blessed, yes. So we could walk up right before the Lord God, absolutely. And that's what it's all about. It's all about. Now, uh, in Acts 21 and 19, and like I said, Paul, Paul had a tough deal here, folks. He, you know, there he is. There he is, a Pharisee, a Jew, um, kept the law, taught the law, and uh, now now he's in hot water with the Jews. He's also, you know, uh, in hot water with the Gentiles uh, at times. But in twenty one nineteen of Acts, it says, and when he had saluted them. He declared particularly what things God hath wrought among the Gentiles by his ministry, by Paul's ministry. And when they heard it, they glorified the Lord and said unto him, Thou seest, brother, how many thousands Jews there are which believe, and they are zealous of the law. Yeah, they believe. And now listen, they believe and keep the law. Oh. And they are informed of thee that thou teachest all the Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to circumcise their children, neither to walk after the, after the customs. What is it therefore the multitude must needs come together, for they will hear that thou art come. Okay? Uh, uh, do therefore this that we say to thee. We have four men which uh, have a vow on them, an Azurite vow. Take them, purify thyself with them, and be at charges with them, and they may shave their head, heads, and all may know that those things where they were informed concerning thee are nothing. But thou thyself also walkest orderly and keepest the law. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, uh, 
Paul, number one, if he didn't believe in the law, he would have not taken the Nazarite vow, okay? That number six, if you want to look that up. And to pay for the four others to, to also uh, uh, take it. And and that's and you know that that that's what they were they were saying here, and what he was doing was keeping the law. And the thing that I have always said uh, from the very beginning in teaching all this this in this these areas is the fact that was Paul uh, was Paul lying to them, lying to them if he wasn't to keep the law? Why was Paul keeping the law? You understand what I'm saying? Then then then. If it was, if that's really what he was saying, okay, did he have Christ? Yes. Well, then he can't be talking out of both sides of his mouth, as we say here in the Midwest, anyway. But the fact of it is, that's what that was about. He said you do this, and and he says, he said, but the thou thyself also walkest orderly and keepest the law, and he did. Okay, he actually did. Um, you know, you get to you get to reading and studying this stuff, and and it, it, it's very hard at times for me to to think uh, how we could have missed such a thing as this, such a nugget, as we might say about scripture. But it's 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 just not that tough, folks, because to realize how we missed it, because somehow God put blinders on us as the church. But I'm telling you, in in the end, all things will be restored. Now, that's not my words. That's God's words. And this thing of his covenant, and we, we, we've already studied where Christ himself said, uh, you know, keep keep the commandments of God. I didn't come to destroy the law or the prophets. I come to fulfill. And so where, where, where did all this come from? Where did all this stuff jump up where, oh, 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 my, you can't. You get, and we have been told how many times? Some of you have been told the same thing. Well, you've lost your salvation. You went back to the law. Well, I got news for them. We were never intended to have went away from the law. Paul never did, I assure you. Paul never did. Now, in Acts 23, first verse says, And Paul earnestly, beholding the counsel, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded them that stood by him to smite him on the mouth. Then said Paul unto him, God shall smite thee, thou whited wall, for sittest thou to judge me after the law, and commandest me to be smitten contrary to the law. And they that stood by said, Revilest thou God's high priest? Then said Paul, I wish not, brethren, that he was the high priest. For it is written, Thou shalt not speak evil of the ruler of thy people. Now, uh, Paul didn't didn't have any fear, okay, a man. Uh, why didn't he just say here that he was free from law? He didn't, did he? No, he didn't. Again, if if it was all the way that the church boasts it to be, then Paul was a poor witness as to what we have used, being him, to try to proclaim that, that uh, we as Christians no longer no longer fall under the auspice of the law, which is, if you think about that for a little while, you'll find out how um, 
how silly that is. Now, in 25, 8 of Acts, it says, When he answered for himself, neither against the law of the Jews, neither against the temple, nor against Caesar, have I offended anything at all. So you see, he he's trying to get everybody to understand something. But the, but you have to go back and, and understand why they believed they believed that he was against the law. It was just simply because the Gentiles were not Jews. I mean, I know that's no great revelation to anybody, but they weren't Jews. They they never under, understood nor in any way, shape, or form had any reason to understand about the Holy Covenant, about the law, one the same. And so Paul was just trying to get them to understand. On the other side, the Jews were saying, oh, now, wait a minute. You know, now they've got, you know, they've got to do this. They've got to do that. They've got to do this. And Paul said, hey, look, you know, the, the law is not what's going to get them to heaven. It's what Yeshua came here and did. I wouldn't want to bend Paul's shoes. I've, I've said many, many times that uh, 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 there's no, no way in this world that, that you're talking about tough, a tough road to hoe, as we say here in the Midwest. That that would have been tough. Um, uh, and, of course, the Christians feel that we're now under the law of liberty, the law of Christ and the law of the Spirit. And uh, you just got, you just got, folks, you just got to understand that somewhere along the line we got to get real about all of this. Amen? Every bit of it. Now, in James 1.25, it says, but whoso looketh unto the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. Okay. Uh, Jesus removed the curse of death. Now allows for us to keep the Torah without fear or penalty or and for failure. For all of it. And of course, in, in James 1.22, it says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Well, there again, be doers of the word, doers of the word, doers of the law. Galatians 6.2, bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Okay, and that's called the law of Christ is what that's called. Now, the law of Christ in, in, in John 13.34, a new commandment I give you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. But this shall all men know that we are my disciples, you are my disciples, if you love one another. Now, uh, how new is this? It's found in the, old, in the old law, okay? And what you call the Old Testament. Leviticus 19.18, Thou shalt not avenge, nor bear any grudge against the children of the people. Uh, uh, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. Same thing. Same exact thing. There is no there is no difference in that, and no difference way, shape, or form in it. Uh, again, I, I I think a lot of it uh, again it's wrong teaching, wrong believing, and that's exactly what it is. When you get uh, when you get yourself uh, uh, into into legalisms, and you get to believe in what you believe, and there's never going to be anything else to add to that, let alone take away from it. I think you're in, I think you're in trouble. Because, see, revelation knowledge comes by God to his prophets from heaven itself. And when God makes the change, oh, well, let's, let's, this thing that's going on with the Ephraimites, 
the house of Ephraim now is being collected by God on the face of this earth. He is speaking to hearts literally all across the face of this earth. We're hearing from many of you across the face of this earth, not just here in, in North America, but around this world. Now, you see, that that's now that's now revelation knowledge, and that becomes life to, to you when you receive revelation knowledge. Um, does the church say that no, there's no way that this is this could be taken? Absolutely, the church is saying that. The church doesn't want to be wrong about anything, and then they have always felt that way, by the way. But the fact of it is that still doesn't negate the fact that God is going to do what God is going to do in this last day and this last hour. It, does, it, it just doesn't. I mean, uh, we can sit back and say, well, this, we can sit back and say, well, that, all that we want to. But, folks, I'm here to tell you something. If this is what God wants done, he's going to do it. And I can tell you from my own self that I've done very little, if anything. God is speaking to the hearts, okay? He's speaking to the hearts, and those hearts are leaping. And people, as I said, all around the face of this earth are saying, yes, this is, this is what I've looked for all my life, and now I found it. I'm going home. I'm going back to the land of my forefathers. And I'm going to live there forevermore. And that is that is what's taking place. Well, you know, people say, well, how, how do I become part of that? Well, it's not that tough. <laughs> In fact, it's not that it's not that tough at all, is it? You just have to say, hey, I'm an Ephraimite. I'm going to be part of what's going on here. And you can be. That's the reason we've got, as I said, we got you you've got access to the materials you can you can uh, donate uh, and and receive these materials. You can get them online. Uh, we've got a ministry uh, teaching them not every single day of the week, but I well I guess we are too. But now because uh, we take care of five days on this blog radio program, uh, we have somebody uh, that, that's definitely taking care of of um, a Sabbath. Uh, on Saturday, somebody else is taking care of a Sunday, uh, so we, we're literally uh, seven days a week. This 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 message of Ephraim come home is definitely uh, getting out in the airways, and uh, you you part of it absolutely. And people you know people say, well, I don't still know whether I am or not. Your heart's your heart is going to give you away. Okay, your heart. Listen to what your heart's telling you, and I keep saying over and over again, you can't you can't listen to what other people are are saying to you, and and you know I I know we've heard so often people say, well I told them just to here to take Prophet Deckard's material and you you study it and then then we're going to talk, and they wouldn't even wouldn't even listen to the first CD because they just know anybody that gets involved in that. Oh, that's a cult. That's this. It's that. Well, I got news for you. They they spoke they spoke that way about Christ Himself. Okay, um, the think the think did He come with new revelation knowledge? He is revelation the revelation knowledge. Do you think they had a problem with Him enough so they hung Him on a tree? Okay, so revelation knowledge 
is not something that, bless God, that the church <laughs> or the people of God have ever taken very well. I, I think it scares people to think that something can come along that they don't know something about it first. I, I, I really, yeah, I think jealousy gets involved in it. But I, I really think that that's the, 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 the biggie of all of it is that. That's how, you know, well, well we would have known it. I mean, our organization would have known if it was going to come across. We got, and, and see, it doesn't mean they don't have holy men, holy women uh, in, in, within those organizations. I, I don't believe, I, I believe that they do have. But I'm here to tell you that God, and I know that this aggravates the church, revelation knowledge comes out of the bellies of the prophets as God places that in them, okay? So then the whole thing comes into question as to where are the real prophets at? Well, and then for my uh, information about that, I don't know. Uh, but I, I know one thing. I know what God has told me. I know it lines up absolutely perfectly with his word, and I'm in it for the long haul, as we say here in this neck of the woods, because this is what God is doing. And isn't exciting? I mean, stop and think about it. Isn't it more exciting to be involved with something that this big and and, and boy, just just to be involved in it, to have the opportunity? Well, a lot of people don't look at it like that. A lot of people, but like I said, change scares people. People are not easily changed, and they're, they're not. And uh, you know, it's just, it, it, it's tough. I, I have no problem. But it's also necessary. And this is the way that God has always done these kind of things. He brings it forward. In his time, in his hour, and that's exactly what's going on. That's the reason I, I want you to understand so very, very much about Paul. Paul wasn't a bad guy uh, from the side of, of, of us saying, well, he should have believed in the, believed in the keeping the, the law. Well, Paul did keep the law. And again, we you you need to get hold of all the, the material and study it, and then and then you can be ready when confronted by other people, but saying, "Hey, well, let me tell you about this and about Paul, and let me tell you that about Paul." But uh, no, the church doesn't seem uh, seem interested enough to uh, sit back and uh, take all that in, uh, are they? <laughs> no, they're just not. Now. Uh, in Matthew seven twelve it says, Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, okay, do you even so to them. Now listen, for this is the law and the prophets. Wow. This is the law and the prophets. This is the law and the prophets. I hope for some of the new ones of you that are listening, you're getting a hold of this. That that that, that bless God uh, that you can understand because understanding is what this is about. Uh, now, uh, the law of the Spirit, Romans 8, 2, okay? Uh, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Yeshua hath made me free from the law of sin and death. So again, what's he talking about? Talking about what he came and what he did, okay? We now can have, what, eternal life? Yes, we, we sure can. Um it, it's it's such a battle, but it's not that tough of a battle. 
I'm, I'm here to tell you it's just not. Uh, I think, I, again, I, I believe that uh, that God probably did, uh, I don't know for a fact, as I said earlier, but I believe this. I believe that God had to have blinded the church. Uh, with God, everything's done in, in, in such an order. And I believe that order, uh, bless God, was to to wait until that time of the of the bringing those lost tribes, those ten lost tribes of Israel, back into existence. And I believe that was a time in which God was going to do what He's done was is is begin to bless do God do what restore? What's He restoring? He's restoring the law, and among other things. Okay, that's not all that He's restoring, but He is restoring the law. That's one thing. And, and again, if you'll stop and you'll think about it, everything rotated at one time around the law, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And then somehow, because some well-meaning preacher or organization said, well, here's what Paul meant here. He meant that now we're not under the law. So all of a sudden, all that was thrown out the window. But the confusion, the confusion in the word was 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 never uh, put to the test, and 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 you know I'm not sure what that's all about. I mean, why didn't somebody stand up and say, "Whoa, wait a minute!" Surely somebody was reading the scriptures. But if you'll think about even further this way back then, how many people even had the scriptures to read? Okay, so I I can see I can see that side of how that this thing uh, seemingly got to be such a <laughs> Such a mess. Yes, and it still is today, as a matter of fact. But let me tell you something about the Lord God. He will. He will straighten this out. Keep God's holy covenant. According to the Lord God, Yahweh himself, his holy son, Yeshua, <laughs> keep it. Hey, thank you so much, Prophet Deckard. Again, you can get a hold of us at the website, www.jewishprophet.com, and you can find out, again, all this material that you're hearing taught every day, every week. Folks, you want to get out there and start taking a look at that and start ordering that material because you need to get a hold of that and start to apply that into your life so that it will change your life. You know what? You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com. We'll be praying for your prayer request. Shalom. Until tomorrow. And remember, with God, all things are possible.